Charlie. Let's just get straight into it. Let's start with the title race. Hi, hello everybody. Today is the what? 25th of April 2023. It is either the day before Arsenal Football Club is reborn or the day before Mika Tete's Arsenal dies. There's no two ways about it. It is 20 or less than 24 hours before the single most important match Arsenal will have played. You know, I want to say Baku, but I'm just going to say from 2006. So, the single biggest match Arsenal have played in 17 years. Arsenal versus Manchester City, 8 p.m. kickoff. The lights are on. It's at the Etihad. I have one simple question for Koku and Marina. <laughs> Can Arsenal win that match? Yes. Will they win that match? Now that's a different question. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Anything. Everything is possible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every single thing is possible. It's as long as the probability is more than 0%, it means that it's possible. Okay, maybe we should ask the question this way. What, what do Arsenal need to do to win the game? Contain and take their chances. So I guess okay. like when you say contain, like how do City play? Yeah. How can you contain them? Contain that, yeah. Okay. See. Yeah, we're. I was going to say, I, I feel like Man City. Over over the years, they've been a very good league team in the sense that, like, whether it's like they are four three three or four two three one four four two, whatever formation they play, all those cutback goals and stuff, like, it's very repeatable. But they've struggled against like one-off sides when it comes to cup competition. But this season, they seem to be, I wouldn't say the opposite in the sense that like they can win the game in like multiple ways. Like they can beat you on the counter, they can do their possession stuff and all of those things. And I think Haaland really adds to that. So it makes it difficult for us now. But you just have to pray that you've caught them on an off night and then you also perform <laughs> to, <laughs> to your to your 100%. City that they It's like it's like a final. It is. Yeah. It is. But at the but, same time though, mm-hmm. if you're Arsenal, if you want to win the Premier League, if you believe you can win the Premier League. Should you not look at this game and say, yeah, we have to beat them? Yeah. Should, should, it, should that not be the mentality that we are not going there to contain? We are going there to beat Man City. Should that not be the mentality? Yeah. So, this is where, this is my dilemma, okay? You see, there comes a moment in time where 
there has to be a paradigm shift. Let me borrow it. <laughs> you see, there comes a time in a man's life where you have to step up and say, you know what? This is the kind of person I want to be. Now, my question to each and every Arsenal player, are you a man or are you a mouse? Tomorrow is a big day. It is a massive day. And seriously, yeah, it is time for them. You see, in moments like this, it's either you rise up to the occasion or you crumble. At the end of the day, Man City too, they are just human beings. Do you understand? They eat, they sleep. They shit just like you. <laughs> no, they are just human beings. No, seriously, it gets to a point where how many years are Arsenal going to continue to have this narrative of when the, the occasion is too big? Not only do we like not lose, but we capitulate. We crumble. When is it going to stop? See, majority of my life as an Arsenal fan, what I've seen in the big moments is us crumbling. And there has to reach a point where we say, you know what? Enough is enough. Because people talk, this season, people have talked about Arsenal don't have the experience in the title rate. But how do you gain experience? By doing By it. Going through pain. <laughs> By doing it. And see, I'll not lie to you. All those boys playing for Arsenal are privileged. Do you know what certain people, me included, would give to play one minute for us now? Put on the shirts, walk out to represent us now. Look, tomorrow, they have to win. Seriously, it's your chance to become an Arsenal legend. It's your chance to win a Premier League, write your name down in history. Like, don't you, as a man, don't you grasp yes, that think, opportunity? But you know the interesting thing? It's like this match is looking like it's the last game of the season and everyone takes all. You guys could win. And still and drop points. The title. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see, but see, there's a psychological aspect as well. If we no, beat granted. Manchester City tomorrow, yeah, mm -hmm. I guarantee you we'll win our games. Why? Because not only will we gain that confidence that, listen, we can do this, but the other teams will look at us and say, okay, these people are not to be messed with. And once you have that psychological edge over them, how many times have I stated that many times where teams have gone to play City and they've lost the game before a ball is kicked? Because you have sleepless, sleepless nights before you go and play them. Right. This is a... You don't understand... This is the most important stage. Because I guarantee you, we lose that game tomorrow. Our Tete's project or whatever he calls it is never going to kick off. Because oh. let me tell you why. Because mentally, we will still be the same Arsenal. Listen, it gets to a point where you have to face your demons and win. You can't keep losing. We've not. Be we've only beaten Manchester City twice at their home in the last 
15 years or so. I can list every look. And I'll, I'll end by saying this here. There's only been one time in my life, I swear, I'll never forget this, that I genuinely consider stopping supporting Arsenal. This was 2008-2009, when City just got their money, and Robinho scored some dickhead chip over Almunia, <laughs> the bitter string I'll never forget, I was leaving the airport hills gate. I actually told my mom, nah, I actually think I should stop supporting this team. And since then, since that moment, we've only beaten City twice at their home. It gets to a point where you have to face your demons. Seriously, you can't keep losing to the same team over and over again. You need to step up. There's no winning the title if you if we lose tomorrow. I'm sorry, there's no. This is sports. You have to grasp the moment. It's either you take it or you don't. Simple. Anyway, you are seeing. So how do you feel if you won this game, right? Mm-hmm. And then next game you lose. You lost to Chelsea. To Chelsea. If we win this game and lose to Chelsea, it would give me far more belief than if we lose this game and then win our, our, all our win 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 all our other games. No, I mean win the rest of the games of the season. Yeah, okay. it would give me far more belief in because you people don't understand. To me, eh, honestly, this isn't about the league title. Honestly, forget that. Like. Like you said, there are a lot of games. Forget the league. This is about Arsenal and like the hairdo killing that narrative of that we bottled things. In your life watching football, yeah, when have you ever seen Arsenal step up to the plate? Never. That narrative needs to die. Otherwise, we'll never achieve anything. Seriously. Why do you think Spurs went through their greatest period in like 50 years and came out with zero? It needs, it needs, you need to get to a point where you say enough is enough. You have to be the team they want to beat. See, it's like boxing. If you want the title, go and knock the champion out. Simple. How do you think new champions are made? Eventually, Ali had to fall. Eventually, you have to knock out the champion if you want to be the champion. What are you telling me? It's time to step up. Look. I've had enough of we did our best. Second is a successful season for us. Now, yes, we've come back, <laughs> but you can't tell me it's a successful season when you have been challenging for a title and you miss out. That mentality needs to go seriously. If you want to change, if you want to be a winner, you have to, it gets to a point where you have to say, nah, enough is enough. I want this more than you. Tomorrow, I want to see one player go there with the intention of killing Man City. You know how back then, De Bruyne, when we had Emery and things, you'd come to the Emirates with the mindset of killing us. I want to see Odegaard with that mindset. Jesus, nobody believes in you. They sucked you from that team. They <laughs> sucked you. They replaced you. They gave Haaland your number. They played you on the wing. Seriously, it gets to a point somebody needs to step up and say, you know what, today, Man City, I'm coming to kill you. Simple. That's the only way we win. But yeah, Man City is still winning. I think think Man City are trying to go for 
three trophies simultaneously. And this is probably where it should benefit Arsenal. They will expend a lot of energy in this game. Then they'll have some FA Cup fixtures. And then the Champions League semi-final, is it Bayern? I'm sorry, not Bayern. Real Madrid, they are playing. Those will be two legs that they might, you know, not exactly play their first 11, the Premier League before and Premier League after, that kind of thing. So if you are if you are still in and around there, I don't think you are completely out of it, but it's no longer in your hands, basically. It's, it's there. It's there. It's the other thing. I think it's interesting because like we mostly have like an Arsenal point of view here. I wish we had a City guy. I think if I'm a City fan, I'm thinking we are on track for if we win all our games, we win the treble. Yeah, and I think that's like I think so. I'm sure. I'm sure right now in the changing room, that's what Pep is using to motivate the guys. Mm-hmm. That like we came from the bottom in quotes. And we've now on the UCL. I imagine if we not only win the UCL, win the, the trouble. Uh... And Charlie, that's what is driving them right now. And it's crazy because like mm-hmm. we cannot allow them. I think so that's I'm glad <laughs> the FA Cup. We cannot allow them to win the trouble. I mean as United you cannot allow because that's that's, that's Fergie's legacy, you know? Yes. Okay, so my question to you is, let's try and break this down from more or less like a tactical and also a psychological yeah. point of view. So, psychological-wise, yeah, Arsenal have come into this game on the back of three draws and a shambolic performance to Southampton. I don't even want to recall that match. I don't want to go into what rounds they were doing. Yes, people okay. are saying... We forgot to unpack that game. They showed fight. you guys do for coming back? By a bit too little, too late. But you should not be in that circumstance. Exactly. To the bottom of like the league. Mm-hmm. From the game at uh, the Emirates, mm-hmm. you guys match each other up. It's just mistakes. Yeah. Like, they pressed you guys in like two of the moments. Yeah. You lost the ball in the... Mm-hmm. Also, they have good players. Like, your brand chip. Yeah, that's what... Nine out of ten guys who missed that, that chip. Yeah, that, 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 on his left foot. Yeah. Yeah. No, even guys with their strong left foot will still yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, you are meeting dons. You have to have a perfect game. No chances. Literally. If they are pressing you, sky the ball. Yeah. Don't try and do this passing out. Unless oh. like, it's, I mean, that's the problem. Is like, but that's how they've been successful. Football, no. But like, the last game, we can, we can the last game they played. Now. The last game they played again was a pass at their back and he got punished. Punished, yeah. Do the same mistakes. No, granted, okay, but then I guess With the question is how do you how do you how do you get the ball to Jesus and Saka? It's not mm-hmm. ball over the top. Because it's not like <laughs> So the ball over the top is not like it's not to create chances, so it's more like to create your back line. Yes, to stop you. It's not that for creating chances. Then, that one City will have like ninety percent of possession. <laughs> you play it, they are to head it. Stones will head it, and then they will come back. That's why they have to take the game to them at some moments. Pick your moments, like come out of the box running. Because Man City like to start the game fast. Mm-hmm. Start the I game. I mean, Arsenal also like to start the game fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like it would be wrong for them to not pass out of the back. I would say they should put more 
assured passes. So I feel like this is a game for J5. You know, just put Jorginho at, <laughs> at the base of your midfield. Just let him come. Oh, party play. No, because... Party, party centre-back. <laughs> when I got him, impressing me, mm. using the ball. Yep. Is, 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 is Jaka fit? Um, he should be. Because <laughs> I think teams are rising that party is the... The weak link, more or less. The metronome. Mm-hmm. And Chalif just cut off the metronome. Press him a little bit. And you make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Party Georgie so, in the midfield, you know. Odegaard in the 10. But I feel like that, then you lose the Jaka. Also, party Georgie Odegaard. See, yeah. but it would just be Chalif two cities. Holding. Yeah, just the two, two of them to hold. Yeah. Odegaard number 10. Yeah. Okay. See, me, I've actually spent time. Saka left back. Really? Yes, because let's let the let the two DMs man mark cities to a midfield. And let's put the guy. The space in your midfield will be huge. No, because it's stones and Rodri, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So stones and Rodri will drag them out, and then the burner will just be walking in. Uh-huh. Space. That's what you have. Your another guy coming in. <laughs> Who's the other guy? <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking, they got the ball to the guy to distract when they Oh, kick. so then they'll play the three there. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually spend time here analyzing how much <laughs> I'm not kidding. So Ake is not going to play tomorrow. So Laporte. it's going to be Laporte, Diaz, um, Akanji, Stones, Rodri. Then they will play Grealish, Gundo, De Bruyne, Mares, and then uh, what's his I think Bernardo will play. They might play. No, but the big games. Yeah, fair. No, but Mares, Mares, Mares played versus Liverpool too, you know. Mm. But Bernardo played against. Bernardo or Mares. Bayern. Yeah, twice. I think that's because he needed something from Bernardo, like ball retention in the middle. But I feel yeah, like versus to... Arsenal, he'll want someone who hugs the touchline. Yeah, yeah who are attacked. Yeah. yeah. But, so Bernardo Omaris and Haaland up top. Yeah. I've actually spent time, listen, like, analyzing. Like, I've watched all the goals City have conceded this year. I've watched all the games they've lost. I even went to, back to watch the Newcastle highlights and the Bayern highlights because they created good chances. So... Let's be honest. Ateta is going to play in a 4-3-3. He's a stubborn coach. He's not going <laughs> to make any changes. We will see Rob Holding and cool. Now, the best way for Arsenal to approach this game, is, like you said, City, are, they come out of the blocks firing. Boom. Cool. What you need to do, like Koku said, the game plan is contain and take your chances. So, the best way for us to approach this game, I kid you not. Because John Stones will be in midfield, yeah, the best way to operate in this game, and it will sound so, our hope in this game is to create through Granite Jack. Simple. If he plays. If he plays. See, because what we can do is, when Stones is dropping into the midfield, if we win the ball back, what we need to do is also create an overload in that space because 
Martinelli will bring Akanji out wide. If you force, if Xhaka is running down that channel, it forces Stones There's to come back. There's space. Yeah. That gives more space to the likes of Jesus. Odegaard has a bit more freedom because Rodri doesn't know if he should bring, if he should match to Jesus or let Diaz come out of position. We can do some damage versus City. I like what you said. We have, we have four quality attackers in Odegaard, Saka, okay. especially Gabriel Jesus, who has that bit of trickery about him. That could do something to City. The issue, yeah, and let me tell you what I'm afraid of. My issue is not us sitting back and City breaking us down. It's when City counts. The transition, yeah. That's when we should be. <laughs> Very, do you know what? Do you know yeah. what I think you should do? Tierney. Tierney left back. Zinchenko. <laughs> Jaka role. Maybe. Because Zinchenko does that for Ukraine. And yeah. I mean, he's technically astute. He also mm-hmm. comes in so that will allow this guy to, what do you call it? Overlap. Tierney to overlap. Yeah. And then on the counter, Zinchenko has been playing left back all, all season. He can just slot into the left and try and play. Very crazy. Yeah. Atetas like never has Atetas never tried to play that thing before. I don't know. And why should City now be the one that Leo Vieira is not ready for Premier League football? Because in possession, right? TNU will come into midfield, enjoy a party, and the Shaka will push on. Can't you know Jinchenko? Can TNU play that Jinchenko role in possession? Arsenal will not have to adapt there. No, no. So if if they do that, Jinchenko be in midfield. Zinchenko can be in midfield, yeah. And then Tierney will do the overlapping stuff. But now they have changed their whole... I mean, then at that point in time, yeah, Martinelli does not necessarily have to do the overlapping. He can also get into the box for crosses. Ateta has to coach them before that game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It requires serious coaching. To be honest, yeah, I think this game, yeah, would actually tell us how tactically astute Ateta is. Because City... Have played the same formation for about two months now. This is Pep's like squad. This is what is like. If they reach the Champions League final, we know the formation he'll play. And truth be told, there's a weakness. I wouldn't call Laporte a weakness, but he's no left back. Do you understand? So how do you get? How do you expose their weaknesses? Do you understand? Because City have. Drive a lot from Ake's ability to defend one-on-one. Yeah. Should be too. And it's also about the quality of the players. There was a moment against Bayern where Kingsley Coman dragged Akanji out of position. Quick turn, there was space. There are moments. There, there will be moments that call for individual brilliance. But this is up to Arteta. He ha- Look, if Arsenal are going to win this game, the goals have to be drawn on paper. Simple. Ateta has to say, this is how we score. When Saka, when you get the ball here, quick play into Odegaard down the middle. Xhaka, run so you, you, you let Stones go and then Martinelli come through the middle. Make it difficult for them to track you. That's the only way we do it. Otherwise, we're dead. That's the only way. Anyway, but yeah, what do you guys think? <laughs> I think the... What do you call it? The Akanji space, because Akanji is also not a right back here. So when when um, what's this brother? When John Stones does that thing where he moves into the midfield here, that's where I think that should be your pressing trigger in a sense that 
if we win the ball now, we can release Martinelli on the left. 1v1 versus Akanji before Stones recovers and then they fix it, they fix their back four. But it's going to be tough. Because like City only release Stones into the midfield when they are comfortable in possession. They don't necessarily release him anyhow. Um, but Bayern, Bayern were able to do it a couple of times where they sprung him and then that's when, what do you call it, this brother, Sani ran through that channel. He just... The first one, he chipped it wide of the post. The second mm-hmm. one, I think Edison saved. Um, mm-hmm. But that that's, that's the the blueprint for how to, I think, get something against this 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 pep system. I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting. It's, it's going to be a big game, man. Yeah. I'm going to have my phone off tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow is either one thing. Either tomorrow after the game, I'm drinking champagne, I'm downing whiskey. So after the 90 minutes, you can ask me what I'm drinking. But yeah, uh, cool. So now let's move on to... Oh, I think we should just give some few few moments to speak on... There was a clash up north, St. James's Park. Newcastle space. Oh, fantastic. Great minds think alike. The most shocking results of the weekend. You know, I turned on... No, no. So I woke up. The first thing I did was look at the scores. I said, ah, 3-0 Newcastle. So I go and turn on my TV and watch them score two more. (laughs) 5-0 down in 19 minutes. Maona and Koku, what did you make of that game? And what team should have a team join in the summer, by the way? <laughs> I understand why Daniel Levy is sad. Yeah. So you can't pull out to St. James Park with a new formation that you can't play before. Hey! And I think that's the problem that one game a week brings, is that like you spend the whole week Trying that formation. You think it works? Yes, but you now come to test it in real time. Yeah. Also, you say fool. <laughs> Perisic and Puro wing uh, fullbacks. Fullbacks. Eric Dyer, centre back. Ah, but you see the midfield quite big. Sa. And the what? Skip. Skip. That's the weirdest food you have ever seen. <laughs> but the front was good, so I think that's the problem. The front three there, that's the front three I'll play. Song, King, Patel, everything else. It's horrible. It's horrible. Horrible. But exposed. So for you, yeah, my question for you guys is this. Firstly, do you still think they they still have a legitimate shot at the top four or it's done? And also, where do they go from here? Is it time to rebuild or like you guys have just said the front three is good maybe if they can spend some money getting some new midfield get a few defenders in they'll go again if if you are daniel levy what do you do do you blow it up <coughs> i think the problem with spending the problem with spending money is they've been spending money lo celso um what's this guy called Indombele, Poro, um, Richarlison, they spend 60 odd minutes. Like, they've been spending money, but they're not addressing the problems. So it's like, 
do you continue down this path of spending money or not? I think they should just blow it up. They should say tell everybody that Kane and Son are available on the market. They should go young, twenty five and under. Kulisevsky is the new poster boy. Richarlison can be the nine. Then go and beg one of the hipster managers. Um <laughs> Paulo Fonseca, um, <laughs> um like who who what are the other hipster guys doing doing the rounds? Like they had that uh, they had village boash and then <laughs> You went tits up. <laughs> you know, they, they, they have to go back to that era and give the guys time because I don't see, like, Kane has scored 24 goals this season. If not for the fact that Haaland has 32, okay. Yeah. Kane is having an all-time Premier League goal scoring yeah. this season. 24, mm-hmm. I just, there's, there's, there's still about, I think, Six seven, eight more games for them to play. Like, you should not be this far off the pace with a striker with 24 goals this season. You know, um, and even then, I feel like his goals. I guess his goals are technically what is keeping them afloat because you take away that production, yeah. and then well, he's only one scoring. Son, yep. like Son came and scored some one hat trick against was it Southampton or Leicester? Leicester. The five two, and <laughs> since then, well, I mean, then again, the last two game weeks he scored. No, the one before this one, he scored some long range, but. He has he hasn't really been doing it. I think. Especially in a weird situation where they try to catapult. I think it's one of those things where like if you're Daniel Levy because if you're Man City, like you look at Man City's blueprint. Mm-hmm. What took them to the next level was Pip. Yeah. The unfortunate thing with Daniel Levy is that he told take them to the next level. They need who's the next hipster manager, right? But the caveat is the hip next hipster manager they want to appoint after won something in the past. That's mm. how something you can't bring some guy who because I realized that, like, with football, you can't. You can't have an experienced squad with an inexperienced manager when it comes yeah, to winning yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something must give fist. <laughs> so Arsenal, I understand what Park Office says. I'm with Arsenal almost there. In the next two, three seasons, they don't win anything. At the time, I must go. <laughs> no, Bring someone who. Yeah. Because, like, unless you guys can give me, like, clear examples of, like, it's in the never happened. List, it has never a, happened. A squad has never won something, but the manager has never won something, and they've won something together. It has yeah, never it's happened. It's hard, yeah. It's hard. It has yeah. never, ever, ever happened. You cannot name... Look, I know football well into the 90s. I can't name <laughs> Yeah, basic. it's tough. It's tough. Seriously, Inter Milan, they, why do you think they wasted Ronaldo? They never won anything, because they never brought a coach that had won anything. Seriously, it matters. It matters. Like, we'll get into Chelsea soon and we'll get into Poch. But Spurs, eh, if they are serious, if Daniel Levy is a serious person, he blows up the squad, he actually goes to sit down with Luis Enrique and say, you know what? I'm giving you the keys for five years. I'll not be involved. Give me your list of players. I'll let you build it. Simple. 
I think because even outside of the the coach here, like Parkofi is saying, the five years is important because if you what 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 sets City apart is before Pep came, they mm-hmm. went and got you know his director of football person from Barcelona, Chichi Begeristein, whatever the guy's name, and he you know came and started signing the Pep like players. So yes, long before Pep got there. Exactly, exactly, long before Pep got there, and I think that's what. They try to do with the Paratici Conte thing, but Paratici right now is banned from football for a year or something like that because of yeah. Yeah, corruption. Um, <clears throat> shock horror, Juventus. See, look, winning matters in football. That's why I'm telling you, like, like I was saying, this game tomorrow is is not about just like oh, like it, it matters. It nope. literally defines your club, like. Mm-hmm. I'll say this here, Eddie Howe has had a brilliant, my manager of the season, hands down, yeah, but it will get to a point here, you see, they didn't win that League Cup final, uh-huh. it will get to a point, say, next season, okay, they are here, cool, they go out of the Cups early, but they are still challenging for top four, cool, the following season, if they go three years without winning anything, nobody is keeping Eddie Howe not make that <laughs> yes he's done a fantastic job but cultivating a winning habit matters you need to have something on your cv seriously you need a manager that has one things like listen let me put it this way yeah manchester united yeah they've had an up and down season but if they end this season yeah with the league cup and the fa cup that instills more belief in players and whoever is watching them than opposed to Arsenal finishing second in the title race. I promise you. I promise you 100%. It's about winning. You need to cultivate that habit of winning. Otherwise, you can play the nicest football for years, but it will eventually blow up in your face a la Tottenham. Simple. Winning matters. Follow-up question on Tottenham. Say Eddie Howe doesn't go on to win anything with Newcastle. But can 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 they break it up into like let's say two portions? They'll have the <coughs> the stabilizer guy first before the eccentric winning coach. So get like the Eddie Howe type guy who will come, you know, get the fitness of the players up, teach them how space. to press, teach them yeah, space. Space, space. Like, teach them how to press, teach them how to defend, how to create yeah, fundamentals. Exactly. Because right now, they can't defend in the back four. They can't defend in the back three. Unless <laughs> Kane, they can't score. Set pieces are awful. So who I is that see... fundamental guy? But, but you see... Okay, that's a good point. First of all, like, who the fundamental guy be? And my, now my question to you is... What's that? Fair. Sir Graham, but yeah. My, my question <laughs> is... No, this Indeed. becomes a question. Indeed. So, Spurs have done that before. They before Pochettino actually won something, he got them good, but they didn't right. get over the line. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah, so, after that, but see, the them, mistake was they hired Jose after, which almost like undoes a lot of the Pochettino work because like they don't play mm-hmm. the same way. Mm-hmm. Fair, but my question then becomes like. When do you know it is time to move on from that stabilizer? Because, mind you, people forget this. 
Man City sacked Mark Hughes like halfway through the season and said, you know what, Mancini, get to know their players. Next season, boom, they've won the league. When would, is it okay, when would be the right time for you to say, you know what, you've done all you can, you're handing the keys over? Wouldn't it be better to just go straight to that manager that you know you can hand in the keys and let him build something sustainable? Do you yeah. understand I feel like the reason is I don't think there is maybe I might be wrong. I don't think there are lots of managers on in football management right now that can do both in terms of build and win. Like there seem to be the builders and then there seem to be like the winners. So the but two that come to mind, maybe like Klopp, Klopp, for instance, is the guy who can do both. But like let me this is probably a bad example, but like Tuko, Tuko is a winner. I don't right now. I don't see Tuko as a builder because they gave the guy the keys. The the brothers he signed, bro. It was no, it was no, <laughs> it was no build worthy at all. I that, are you saying that like so the guys that came in during that window, you're saying it was Tuko's guys? Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. It was Tuko. Sterling was a Tuko guy. Sterling was a Tuko guy. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like I'm trying to imagine like. So do you think, do you know, is it one of two things? Mm-hmm. Like they go to Tuko. Did they go to Tuko and ask him, like, where do you want to strengthen? They give yeah. him a list and then he picked no, these guys. Where do you want or to strengthen? Who do you want to guys. We'll go and get them? So I said, Tuko got up and said, I want Sterling. Yeah, Tuko wanted Sterling and Rafinha for the wings. I don't Why does he like Sterling like that? Sterling had output. I mean, Sterling is good, but Sterling had output, yeah. I'm trying to imagine him like being like Charlie Sterling is the guy I want back. So I guess Sterling would have played left wing, Rafinha would have played right wing. And but which which left wingers were on the market like that? To be honest, unless like Leo. Unless like Leo, yeah. <laughs> Every day I see like an Arsenal Rafinha article. Let me just bring it. Hey, as for back up, oh okay, okay, Chelsea. Oh, Rafinha. What happened to... Oh, is, is, is Maduroke still a uh, Chelsea player? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, he is. Don't worry. Noni, Noni, Noni will shine again. I really want to see what's... You know, can we move on to Chelsea now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's touch on Chelsea. Pochi. Mana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, earlier... Earlier, at some point last week, we saw Fabrizio tweet that Nagelsmann was out of the race. Yeah. And God you and Floyd were, were rejoicing. They're yeah. very happy. But, <laughs> you know, they also said that Luis Enrique was out of the race. So now, it's seeming as though Maurizio Pochettino, former coach of PSG and most notably Tottenham Hotspur, who had a quote-unquote successful time in England with zero trophies to show for it, but a Champions League final appearance. How do you feel about the appointment? Is this the man... To finally get the bridge booming again, to kickstart the Bowley era. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. Look, I, I think I, I went back to check because I feel like I said this before, and then I think I sent a message to the group like three mm-hmm. weeks, like even before Pochettino was one of the names linked. That it was Enrique Nagelsmann and friends, and I was like, in as much as I don't want to say, it's, I think Pochettino is the kind of guy we need right now. We need a coach to teach young players fundamentals because some of the stuff i've seen this season in terms of 
how to press, when to press, how to pass, when to pass. It's been, it's been off, especially, I mean, not just from the young guys, from the old guys as well. Um, and when I think back to his Spurs era, Pochettino made Spurs an annoying team to play against. Like, Definitely. they were very solid defensively. They were good in attack. They could beat you multiple ways. They had multiple formations. They could play the 3 4 3, 4 2 3, 1 4 3 3. Um, they could counter long ball. Everything they could do is. And I even remember back to when they had this brother in midfield, Musa Dembele. Oh, they were yeah. a nasty side. Sunday afternoon, they were always beating you. And <clears throat> I went to look at another stat. I think in one season, he went unbeaten at home. Yeah. Where they won. 17 it and was, drew two. Yeah, it was. Oh man, I can't forget, but I do remember that. Yeah. I can't remember the last time that happened at Chelsea. <laughs> where we've even come close. Like this season, we've won 10 games. On their home form alone, they would have been seven wins higher than us. I mean, so it's granted, it's not a sexy appointment. It's not an Enrique. We might not see. Mm fluid football from the beginning why this is this is the medicine we need this this is the tonic we need yeah i have a question for you though mm-hmm. so the question then becomes so and koku I, I want your opinion on this because koku actually used to follow spares quite a bit back in the day <laughs> he, was, he was an admirer i like, of I like a good underdog yeah he was an admirer of the way he played do you believe but Mind you, Spurs had Hurricane coming through the ranks. And me, one thing I like to do is always put an asterisk when a generational player plays for a team. You know, because sometimes they can really... Moderate. They can bailing you out. A la Salah and Jürgen Klopp. But <laughs> I, I want to know from your point of view, this appointment, based on the signings Chelsea have made, because... Mind you, they've spent a lot of money. Do you believe that he's coming to work solely with what has been brought already? Or he's also come to put his blueprint on it and say, I need more here, I need this guy here. Because clearly, they have about 40 squad players. It should just be a clear-out job, oh? I think... The cool thing about Porchos, like, he struck me as a guy who almost like Ten Hag, like, he played to the strength of each player. Because, like, the Liani made a career from Poch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And since Poch was not been his manager, he has struggled. So I think that's what Poch will do. He'll come in, he'll be like, okay, I want this guy, I want this guy. Like, already in the squad. Mm. The problem I can't tell is that, like, because it's a blank slate, Mona, do you feel like Poch will come and be like, keep everyone for now? How to see how they do? Because um, how, how would he come in and, like, be like, I want Zia come out when he's actually not seen Zia. Right. Yeah. I, it's true. I, was like, I understand. I understand. I understand that point. And I think with that, according to. Fabrizio and the other IT case, he's he's put forth what he feels will be his ideal eleven. <laughs> so I guess, in, I guess, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what formation that they are playing, but um, he's he's earmarked certain players as okay. This is my core eleven, and after that we can build. So I mean, needless to say, we'll probably lose some along the way. Like we might lose someone like let's say a Pulisic, and he will go to an AC Milan, and then he will win them another Scudetto. Something like that will definitely happen. But is that in at this point is going to be a lesser evil? I mean, your point is valid. Like we might lose a Scudetto, and he'll go somewhere else and shine. Let's let's try and get to Porsche's head for now. We know right. Porsche like a space yes, you like to play off. Yeah. So with the current Chelsea squad, mm-hmm. what do you think in his mind his strongest starting the movie? Um I don't think there's any goalkeeper that without signings. Oh without signings. This, this this sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Emana, maybe you can speak on it. And I think this just speaks to how good Delhi Ali used to be. But I actually can't picture a player in the Chelsea squad currently that can with do the that qualities yeah. that Delhi Ali had. The creativity, the dribbling, scoring from midfield. Uh, who who is someone who could even play as a second striker? Who who is that in the Chelsea squad? Please don't say Mason Mount. Oh no, I think. <laughs> I think the closest stylistically is probably Havertz, but he doesn't have the confidence to join you that right now. So it will be a rebuild job of his yeah, right. Um Because like, if you go back to his Leverkusen days, he pretty yeah, much he played, yeah. He pretty much played as close to Volland as he could. Um, so, but yeah, strongest 11. That's a good question. I think I'll... Poch played 4-3 at PSG, so... I'm going to deviate to that that formation because I think that's what fits the place we have the best. Yeah. Because like the 4 2 3 1 currently it might be solid, but I don't think it's as solid as it will be if we play with the 4 2 3. So for that, um the back four pretty much picks itself. Kukurela or Chiwell, Kowell or Badashil. Um Kowell is coming back. Who? Kowell is coming back. Oh yeah, Kowell is the starter. So go go for fun words. Yeah, go for fun. That's the thing. Yeah, it means that you guys are. It means that you are. like a young star. Every, yeah, long, young young revolution. Yeah. And every James right, right Yeah, so really. Nice. To go. And so, I guess if current eleven can't be. That's that's <laughs> the only place. Yeah, was, yeah that's six really, row. We don't have anyone it, to play. Was it Daya the Billy Awards? Who was this? Uh, he used to play Daya. Daya Erickson, Wanyama, and then once once they moved away from Wanyama, then Daya moved into that role. Um, but like Erickson, Erickson used to drop deep into midfield sometimes or play like as a. So Enzo can play that Erickson role. Yeah, that that is where we need Enzo. The final they're trying to give their line breaking pass the difference. Guys need a CDM. Desperately, desperately. Declan. But that Arsenal wants him. Apparently, Arsenal wants him too. Yeah, and the name that I'm hearing from the Chelsea circles is now Lavia. So. And that guy is good. Cool. <laughs> hey, he showed he us levels. Yeah, he I mean, look, this Lavia guy. The, the the Lavia guy. Yeah, I don't. So I think it's because. Yeah, he is yeah. because what do you call it? We got the guy who took him from City to Southampton, Joe Shields. Oh, yeah, he recommends him. Yeah, he he also wants to bring him to Chelsea, and I mean. 
Friday night, Lavia <coughs> show Thomas Pierre party levels. I haven't seen some before. No, he's like, crazy. and he's 19. Yeah, I've he's, never he's seen a DM this good at 19. I swear. 90. That or in Chamilala or whatever his name is. That guy should step back, crap, bro. This this Lavia guy is I'm telling you. Chamini, Chamini also be nice. I mean, if you can package something for Madrid, you know. Why did he? I don't know why they're benching him. I think they're benching because like. He was never meant to like go straight in. Mm-hmm. Straight it's just that Casemiro still happened to yeah. So like he started good because he has some initial yeah, yeah adrenaline. Yeah. But now they they see that this guy raw. Yeah. 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 But it's good. He can learn. I'm sure every day yeah. he's learning, Charlie. Never yeah. next season yeah. you see boom. And I come up with that they've they've widened his game. And I just left back. <laughs> Pep got there, you bring Kamavinga to play left back. Yeah, but that's some racism. I it's some racism <laughs> stuff. <laughs> if 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 Kamavinga was white, we would not be playing left back. Oh yeah, for sure. All the black guys are at the back except Vinicius. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's what else? Newcastle. I guess let's touch on. We're only talking about space now. Newcastle. I guess we even if each other arise that we can talk for like three hours. No, yeah, there are there are so many teams. <laughs> so Newcastle, many. I think Charlie, they might get a tough for. Oh yeah, I think right now they will get it. Yeah. I think right now it's gonna stay as it is. But surprise if I don't see anyone breaking it. Yeah. That's it. Because we'll be like nine points almost in front with like a game or two in hand. Yeah. Right now, you have three games in hand on them. If you beat them, yeah. nine points, three games, that's yeah. almost an 18-point swing if you win your game. I mean, yeah. it's over. Yeah, It's over. So, I feel like the tough run will be as it is. Yeah, I'm scared. Because if Newcastle had to get tough on their first try, they've not started spending the money, guys. Yeah. The league is going to become hard. Yeah. <laughs> Really be hard. Anyway. The only thing you can pray for is if their signings flop. Yeah, got but they don't strike me as people who sign flops. Down to the Gordon fellas looking funny, bro. When they're right. <laughs> another guy that Tuko wanted. You see, some people are no builders. Uh huh. So that's another thing. Like, I'm trying to understand. Like, Tuko, you are telling that Tuko that been coaching, he was coaching every day on the training ground. He got up and was like, I want Anthony. Why? Yes. I don't know. Was he like scouting him personally? Or he had like some English agent friends who were recommending Gordon to him? I guess like when we played everything, then like you watch the games up close and you oh. see the characteristics of the players. But from what I gather, he was targeting him to play like a right wing back slash right <laughs> role. So like, you know the way now, I'm trying to think of, and the way Coman was using, not Coman, the way Nagosman was using um yeah. Sunny, Nabi, uh-huh. those those white yeah. attacking roles. That's that's where he was being German are interesting. Bro, every day trying to reinvent the wheel. So you German school. school. Yeah. They love the back to you. Papa. But the back to rising like I'm rising they just like set out the formation that like it's actually going to be on the pitch. Because Pep when he sends out his first eleven. 
is the formation that they, it just looks like in a defensive shape. Right. Yeah. But the Germans did they write the formation? They the the formation that's because Loki now must still play with the three two five. They play with the three two five. Yeah. Yeah. So people decide to release the formation as such, but it's not. It's just so interesting. Funny. Shout out to Wani, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to. Hey, victory uh, penalties. That's one of the worst games of football. <laughs> I just put it out there. Also, I was it was boring. Yeah, no, it was. Really but I was boring. It was boring in the sense that like we knew that we had just played on Thursday, mm-hmm. so we came to contain. Yeah, you had to stifle the game. We came to contain because we know Brighton won the ball. I think they had watched that Chelsea game, or at least you watched a video. And I mean, this Brighton guys like the ball. So our, our, our plan almost worked because we're pressing them in the midfield areas. Mm-hmm. But our, when we won the ball, I don't think they had practiced what to do when they won the ball back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we can win the FA Cup in top four, ah, that's an A season. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, okay, I have an interesting question for you. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's fast forward to the summer. Yeah. Three scenarios. And which one becomes the most attractive in your eyes? <clears throat> one, Newcastle top four. Uh-huh. Mind you win FA Cup and League Cup and top four, uh-huh. or Arsenal uh-huh. in the Premier League. Which one of those things? If you are, who do you think can sell the best package? Oh, I think Arsenal winning the Premier League. Funny, yeah. I don't think so. Because I think the Newcastle and Man U is, is actually a bigger appeal, and here's why. Well, if Arsenal win, no, win the Premier League, quote unquote, we are back. You back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with Newcastle and United, you can tell that, like, okay, if I join now, I'll be part of the core that's like I'm part of the, the success story. Do you understand? Right. Like if you come and join a team that's already winning, no offense to like Mares and Grealish. But nobody will ever look at them like the first city team that won the team. Do you understand? Everybody remembers that 1780. Like, bro, we know. Those guys. I mean, that's true. But I feel like Mares and Grealish, if they are part of the team that helps deliver the Champions League, that city have never won. They also enter a new stratosphere of, okay, these guys are 70. The same way, like, Arsenal haven't won the Premier League in 19 years. So if they win it, all of a sudden, you are part of the group that helped them retain the Premier League. Oh, wow. Yep. No way mm. you won't be remembered fondly mm. their history books. <laughs> Man. I think I feel it like story to go back to us number I am sure I think that's like the fact that I I feel like you won't because like he already knows the system before Trossard came in. I'm sure in the back of his mind he's, he's like, how can I fit Trossard into this team mm. without spoiling the balance? 
for an African figure it was also a trusted on the bench. Mm-hmm. Was that guy should be starting games? Simple. <laughs> game since he's not been starting actually. He should be starting games. I personally don't think yeah. Saka has had his best period. He should be not dropped but arrested. Because it will wake you up. Yeah. yeah. Just put some fire in his belly again. It's not his fault though. The season is long. It's long, like. Yeah. Everyone, so everyone goes through their ups and downs. You know, I, I saw a stat, yeah? And it's funny because I still remember watching. I think that was the first Prem season I actually paid full focus, like March week 1 to 38. So I saw a stat. Saka and Martinelli are one of two pairs of players to both have 20 goal involvements under the age of 21 or 21 and under. The other pair is Ronaldo and Rooney in 06, 07. And I remember that season vividly. Like I said, that's the first season I actually played. well. Yeah. Yeah, Mayu won the league that year by like, I want to say eight points. Chelsea came second because we drew to Chelsea like, like I think three weeks before the season ended yeah, and the league was over. So yeah, Mayu must have won the league by like eight points. That won't happen this year, but just look at how well we've played. This is why City are annoying. Because it's possible that we could end up with more points than the Invincibles and not win the league. <laughs> That's some bullshit. Like, me, I can't lie, bro. Me, I don't condone violence. But let me see how bad the Arsenal fans in England want this. Because I'm there. Pep is not leaving his house tomorrow. I will create some chaos. You have some roadblock that will allow him to miss the game. Because, man, it's not fair. All jokes aside, like, uh, I think you feel financial the doping is a, a real problem. It is. You, know? you feel it not the head because, like, the only thing stopping City from winning forever is their own incompetence. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's kind of fucked up. Oh, I feel like all dynasties come to an end like the bulls they won what do you call it they repeated twice um leon won 10 juventus won was it eight or nine like all all dynasties come but, to an end. Like, uh-huh. here's the difference of incompetence yes <laughs> no yeah for because sure. incompetence, the bulls, like, their gm, GM, yeah, their yeah, GM yeah. was incompetent what scares me about football is you can always keep getting the same talent in basketball it's you can't. It's not always you get the best free agents or you no, get their draft pick or since then the Bulls have not won since '98. Yeah. Do you understand? Man City wow. they won 2012, 2014. It's not like they weren't winning before Pep. That's what Koku was saying. That I've been thinking about it. If Pep goes, would that really be the end? Because who's to say they won't find dominance? But who's to say they won't find another manager? And oh, but I don't know. For think all we know, like, yeah, Kevin De Bruyne replacement might be Jude Bellingham. Do you know how ridiculous that is? They might sign Alexis McAllister safe or both. It's not right. And I don't know who is investigating them, but they are too slow. Because if we were serious, we would have 
done the minus 15 long before the season ended. <laughs> and this also boils to the Premier League. If they don't cheat for us tomorrow, they don't love their league. Let me tell you why. <laughs> because how can you, you the Premier League, charge a team and you let them come and win your league that same year? Are you a mumu? Please, <laughs> if the Premier League are wise, two penalties tomorrow. Two. <laughs> and or or red card for City. <laughs> That's how you have to do it. They have to be wise. It's about saving the brand of your league. Look at Germany. Nobody watches their league again. Go and look at their numbers. Now they, they want to do like, there's a title race. And that Dortmund are serious. Nobody's buying, nobody's buying into that again. You understand? So, over to the Premier League. I think it was like, people have like, what are you looking for? People have. English is hard. People have like the hand. The season dominance is not as prevalent because, like, each season there's been like an actual title race. A challenger. Yeah. Yes. So that's what's Maybe like. For like three years, we all just say, you know what? We don't care. Then we yeah. let them three more. Then. If for three years, like, each time City win the points, it's about like 20 points. Mm. Ah, that one, yeah. I don't think it will, it will be I okay. didn't have I one season, the, the, the Centurion season, didn't they gap the next season? Is it season? the one we want to watch? Yeah. I think it was 18. That yeah, one. Look at, the, look at the challenges that they were challenging. Yeah. Lukaku and Kogu. Like, do you realize, like, think, mm-hmm. every team has to bring, like, their best version of themselves in, like, years to just challenge with City? This is the best Arsenal team in, what, 20 years? Awesome. And, like what's the one thing you see showing me is that like don't lose the stupid games. Don't do those stupid things. You know, they are I think they are extremely professional in the sense that like they also they don't they don't play with their food. Like the relegation for the two nil pound, three nil pound. If you are lucky, maybe three one. But yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't joke with those teams at all. Yeah. So, just quickly, uh, I think now, if we are to talk about like the relegation period, just quickly, I think now it's coming down to between obviously Forest to go down, Southampton will go down. Now, it's between Everton, Leeds, and Leicester. My question to you is, out of those three teams, I know the answer is Leeds, but I'll still ask it. Who is the most <laughs> likely to go down? I can't lie, maybe Everton. Everton? Can't buy away. Yeah. You think so? You don't think with the same park could just pull them up again? Yeah, that that mm-hmm. that new manager bounce and the good same pool has left. I know the bounce crowd was bam bam you. It was a skip. <laughs> Yeah. Like I'm trying to like four hundred. Like let me let me team. let me give an example. Like they played Fulham here. Fulham are on the beach. Like what do you call it? Mitrovic has been suspended for the rest of the season. They are already safe. They have absolutely nothing to play for. They are not trying to get into Europe. They beat Everton three one. As good as <laughs> in a game where Everton should have been at least two 0 up in the first half. So I don't know. I don't know. 
Chelsea? How did they uh, drive right. with Chelsea? Like I'm trying to like pull up the form table. Oh, you know we're a data oriented uh, organization. <laughs> so that's not okay. The most games everyone has played like thirty three. So let me pull from like what's a good metric? Like March day fifteen. Mm. Okay, so March day fifteen to now the last. The bottom two is everything leads South. Hey, hey. Everything leads South Hampton. Which I chose you guys in. Oh yeah, we are 17th, right? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> hey! I'm not realize how bad it is. Nah, Chelsea, what the hell? Yeah, no, hey. could have been relegated if, if, yeah. if the season didn't start yeah. well. Yeah. Or like if Potter didn't have that bounce at the beginning. Yeah. Could have been relegated. Yeah. So according to like the midway point to now, the last 15, so like 18 games, everything will be Southampton. Mm-hmm. Hey, so Forest. Forest, they are like, they are just there by like, mm. they are just ahead by like four points. Mm. Yeah. So I guess maybe the next episode, we'll do that thing we did for the top four last week that day. Oh. Everybody's last matches. And we'll do some, some, some math. <laughs> Charlie, I, f- I think the last time we got it right, so like we did, for yeah. the most part, yeah. yeah, we did, yeah. okay. So, yeah, yeah. <coughs> so yeah. special shout outs to the teams, I guess, Aston Villa are fit now. Shout out, shout out, Emery. Next season, look, if you're a betting man, next season, Aston Villa Europa League final, put your money on it. I mean, they have they'll the squad to do it. They'll be up there, but they'll finish 14th. They'll be up there, but they'll finish 14th. They have, they, have, they have the squad to do it. They have the squad to do it. Ah, so, Conference League is what? When you get Conference League, 6th? 7th. Yeah, 7th. Um, so, Europa is all fitting, 6th. Yep. yep. Unless wow. the winner of the Europa also finish 5th or 6th. Then it drops one, one, one spot. You know, I realized though is that Liverpool might sneak in to Europa or top four. Yeah, they have like two games in hand. Games in hand, yeah. They have 50 points. But I don't see Man U or Newcastle let's like sleeping. I would have, I'd have had more confidence if like. Maybe Newcastle showed signs of fumbling, but people oh. need to give them credit. They lost but, three. They lost three 0 to Villa and responded by scoring eighteen six. That's <laughs> how you know, like, okay, they mean business. Yeah. You know, but look at us now. We we drawn two there. We only God knows what will happen tomorrow. You know, it's about how you respond, and they seem to be passing that. And they have a coach of the season. Liverpool, Liverpool are what? They're nine points behind Newcastle, right? Mm-hmm. And they both with 31. Mm-hmm. And then they played one more than United. And they are also mm-hmm. nine points behind. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. So then, how are these teams that are stingy if you don't make Europe? I think, look, I think Liverpool are actually going to tank. Liverpool will not try and make Europa League. Just watch. Liverpool will finish ninth. Next season, they are going to do one game a week. Yep. That's the best try, bro. Because they've said it earlier. 
Jude Bellingham, we are out of the game. It's true. They know what they are planning to do. They say, yeah. no. they say like they like leaked that information, which is mm. hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah. It's like they are trying to prepare the fans that hey, there's a just systematic tanking. They'll go and buy like decent players to show up their money. Oh, yeah, they'll they'll definitely have and one game a week playing Liverpool. That could be difficult, you know. But they might they might win 32. Yeah. Yeah, that could be very, very difficult. One game a week Liverpool. I wouldn't want to see them. Yeah, because they have like time to rest. So they'll be pressing. And like dogs that's, every match. That has been. Then the imagine you go and play in Europe. Then the weekend you play Anfield, where they've just been there uh, waiting for you. Hey. No, and they would do their elderly spokesman some good. Fabinho. Yeah. <laughs> like, all those yeah, people. One game elderly spokesman. Henderson. Yeah. Hmm. It could do them some good. Yeah. I think Chelsea. Look, next season. There's it. Look. Next season will be very hard. That's why if we had to win, take your chance. Because only God knows when you get a chance again. Because next year, listen to how difficult the league will be. Liverpool one game a week. Chelsea one game a week. New manager. Man you with Harry Kane. Um, um, or a striker. Osimhen or Kane to be one of them. Man you then obviously have your cities and co. Then Newcastle, after they've gone to actually... And me, I, the thing that scares me is that they are competent. So good quality signings to add to Newcastle. That's what, how many teams have I mentioned? Six. If Spurs get their act together, seven. Bro. So if you have a slow season, off season, it means you can finish <coughs> as low as seventh. Even Brighton and the mm. Brighton. And you always have that team that will surprise everybody. This year is Fulham. So next year it could be somebody else. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? The league, this is the super league. You have to take your moments when they come. You know? It's difficult. Look, next year, my favorites to win the title, I've said it. If Manchester, because I do think they will sign properly where they need to sign. But if man you get Harry Kane, not only will they win the league next season, but they'll win it the, league, the year after that. Marcus, I'm telling you. I'm like if there's anything I know it's Premier League. Like I'm telling you, it will be the title will be between the Manchester clubs with Newcastle in and around it. It's going to be very difficult. So that's why I'm saying, man, take your chances when they come because the league is only getting harder. Pep and City are going nowhere. Where can Pep go? Where should he go? Unless he goes to go to Brazil. But where <laughs> I saw that City keep meeting his demands, but we're not going anywhere. And they can pay him whatever he wants. Somebody that's wearing uh, Richard Mill to match his team's jersey. Of course, he's, <laughs> he's making bank there. Ah. So I look at the form guy there. They won the last six or something they, like that. How yeah. much they like 10 to now is the same as the one from 15 to now. Mm-hmm. Everything beats Southampton. Mm-hmm. It's only when you do from like March day four that Northern Forest are inside. Mm-hmm. So I think Forest leads Southampton everything. They've four. been the worst teams in the league. Yes, yeah. one of them will survive. And one of those teams, yeah, I'm taking four points off us. Leads 
or everything but forest. <laughs> I think it's Leeds Everton Forest who can make it. Leeds Everton Forest. I mean, forest forest aren't far away. They are yeah. two points from safety, technically. So I think it will come down to who has the better running. One of these teams is playing all of the top sides. I can't remember who it is. I know Everton's what was the last time? What was the last time a top team who had been a prayer for long were relegated? Oh, Sunderland. Oh, no, wait. Newcastle ah. went Newcastle. down. Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah. Um, Villa went down before that. Um, I guess Sunderland. you could say Wolves, but Wolves were not like a top side. West Ham, West Ham also went down. Wolves go down in like Ola. Yeah. I'm just trying to go back in history to see. If Leicester go down, it will be shocking. Yeah, because they won the league what, five, seven, or five, yeah. seven years ago. Yeah. That's like some Blackburn stuff, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Blackburn, I don't think they've been back since now. Mm, but they'll be back. Are, are they coming back they next won, No, no, no. Blackburn, no, they are, they are not. After they won the league in 95, I think in like 99, they were relegated. Some shit like that. Something close like that. But, yeah, I mean, the way the league is trending in, I think we could see a huge gap between top and bottom again. Because when I look at the championship teams coming, Sheffield, Burnley, and either Millwall, Middlesbrough, or... Um, Luton. Carrick. 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 Luton Town. Bro, any one of those three teams is feud. Food. <laughs> Food. All those guys are going straight back. Yeah. Hmm. Oh well. Straight back. Okay. So I guess. Okay, so like let's do score lines for tomorrow. Yeah. It's gonna be tough. Hey, Chelsea Brentford. <laughs> oh, they are beating us. <laughs> I guess not some for his Brighton. Ah, where is it? At the not some for his stadium. Yeah, I don't know what they call it. Yeah. The city ground. Um. Yeah, Brighton. They'll respond I mean, to the FA Plus. Where did I wanna? West Ham, Liverpool. At the London Stadium. Relegation threatening the Glarise, bro. Relegation threatening the Man, what do you think? Oh, I think West Ham are picking up form now. Like, they mm-hmm. bashed Bournemouth 4 nil. They beat the other guys in Europe as well to qualify to the next round. They are picking mm-hmm. up form. I still think at the end of the season they should say thank you, Moyes, for everything you have done for us. But we are with someone. Yeah, I think it was Fonseca or someone. Yeah, actually, yeah. they want. Okay, he is a hybrid between Hoodie yeah. and Suits. <laughs> so I think he'll be good for them. Yeah. You can't go full Hoodie yet. <laughs> I guess one one. I don't mm-hmm. know. Chelsea Brentford, it is at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Lampard has lost all his games. 
<laughs> I don't see that It'll change. It will be a draw. Look, we'll finish the season 16th. Ah. Because we after this, we are not going to play Arsenal, then we'll play City, then we'll play Newcastle, United. Guys. We are finishing 16. I don't think we are beating any of those teams. Charlie, it'd be funny if Lampard gets sacked. <laughs> after that, you guys only the train. Yeah, you're Italy. Our fixtures are horrible. Yeah. And good luck to my brother. Yeah. One one. So let's give you a point. Oh, thank one you. One. Thank you. 40 points. Yeah, we'll be be yeah. I think it will be a draw. And then the big one. Man, what's your scoreline prediction? I honestly think Arsenal can pull it off. 2-1. 2-1 one, two, one, three, Arsenal. Hmm. But what do you think? Yeah, it will be a 2-1. I just don't know who. I don't know who. Yeah. But if Arsenal win, oof, massive credit to them. Yeah. But I think I've watched enough about Pepe Man City to realize that I guess yeah. the games don't mess about with. At all. At home. Title rivals. If you win, you basically won the league. Ah. I don't. This is difficult. Okay. So for me, realistically, if if I'm going with my head, I would say like, if you know things go away, we can come out with a draw. Hmm. If I'm going with my heart. You know, with all the football voice in my life, the passion, everything. Every once in a while, Arsenal pull out a performance that just comes out from nowhere. So, I'm going to say 3 0 Arsenal. Fuck it. Hey. Yeah, let's see. 3 0. Yep. Okay. 3 0 to the Arsenal. You heard it here first, wow. guys. Go ahead and stake that bet. Wow. <laughs> wow, the odds are good. Wow. I guess what they do, man, you space. Oh, man, you see that space play statement that they are going to right the wrongs versus man, you. Yeah, the team came together and released a statement to the fans. Apologize for this. I think, truth be told, yeah, I think they lose that game by like a single goal, maybe so like a 2 1. And that ends, that ends like the top four race. And, you know, I'm going to get my scriptwriter's hat on and my director's hat on. And I'm going to say, just like how in 2010, there was that shot of LeBron James dropping the Cavs jersey as he was walking down the tunnel. We'll see that with Harry Kane, you know. <laughs> Cinematic. Yeah, like he walks off the pitch jersey off you can tell head down boom then in his documentary you fast mm. forward joins man you the following mm. season mm. yeah my premier league i'm a script writer oh, you should what ah. a story so right the boom is actually in jp so the one one so <laughs> let's go for a nice draw I guess they're watching during the weekend, so also just highlight the important ones. Saturday, Crystal Palace, West Ham, Brentford, New Northern Forest, Brighton Wolves. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> A 
And then Sunday, Manu Villa, and then Monday, let's start everything. Manu wow. Villa. Manu yeah. Villa, that's a good game. Yeah. That's a good game, man. That's a nice game. I think if United win their next two games, I think that just solidifies them in the top four. Because those are two... two well, Tottenham are not a good team, but Villa are a good team. Those are two big games. I think, yeah. yeah. And then, what was the one I mentioned? Leicester Everton. Oof. Relegation, six pointer. King Power. King Power, yes. Listen, if whoever loses that game, you're going down. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Dice, this is where we see if he's just about talking or he can deliver. (laughs) You know? Because we have to see something now. Is he yeah. actually someone who can cause? I know we criticize Fat Frank, but he did stay them away from trouble. John <laughs> <laughs> Deitch, over to you. Charlie, it's gonna be a tough one. Very. But hey, that's why we did not prepare. And I don't know. I guess my part of you, since your team is engaged, involved in it. Important match. We'll leave with the final words, you know. Okay. You know, the players won't probably hear this, but let me speak to the Arsenal fans. If you listen to this before the game, I want to just say, I know Arsenal have let us down in the past, but as a fan, you just need to believe. Sometimes you all the signs point to City are going to beat us. But I think the thing that makes us Arsenal fans, yeah, is that yeah, we might be let down a lot. But there comes those moments as an Arsenal fan, and I know you know what I'm talking about. Like those few moments, those games that just make you fall in love with the club again. I don't know if we'll see that tomorrow. I really don't. But all I can say is that, hey, all we can do as fans is believe. Now, if you listen to this after the game, and by some miracle, we've won it, then I want to tell you, this is actually the start of Arsenal becoming a serious team again. I want you to believe that we've arrived, because truly, we will no longer be that Arsenal that we've known all our lives. That don't show up when it matters. That's what the win would have done for us. But if we lose this game, yeah, you listen to this after the game has been played and we lose. Fuck it. We go again. We don't know how long it will take, but that's why we're Arsenal fans. <laughs> yeah, it's another disappointing defeat. Yeah, we'll not win the league. But shit. Rather this team than any other team out there. So yeah, Charlie, let's let's hope for the best. But all in all, Charlie, ask not to die. So let's go. <laughs> there, you go. there you have it, guys. And I want notes, I guess. Good luck to Arsenal fans out there. Good luck to Massey fans. 
I think whoever wins the league will be a worthy winner. I think for the sake of the league, you know, we want to see a new winner. Mm. But yeah, I don't wanna do you have anything to add or, or yeah, yeah, let's go Gunners. Let's pull go. Out to, pull, out, pull out to Chelsea also, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I think one of us have to team. Yeah. It's sweet for you guys. So, <laughs> it just had to happen. Yeah. Because yeah, you guys have cheated your way. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, you are going through some pegatry on F. So now you have, I think the next, who you are, who your manager that you bring in will decide whether you guys go to heaven or hell. Oh, I think we'll be fine. I think I think Poch is the guy. I think Poch. Poch. Someone who has not won anything. Oh, come League One. League One. Ah. Sure, sure. That's what they say about Nagusman. I guess they we can say the same as Nagusman. Charlie Bundesliga and League has the same. Yeah. No problem. It is honestly. I guess at least he has broke. He has broken that rule. Yeah. All right, Charlie. Have a good mm-hmm. one. Right, nice. Come on, Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs>